Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 66 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Thursday of bets and it's a little bit of a light slate today but we got plenty of action coming at you before we dive into that action and talk some lines for you guys today please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on whether you're watching it on YouTube if you are make sure you hit that notification bell as well so you never missed a drop of a live show and if you're listening to the audio recorded version on your favorite podcasting directory make sure you hit the subscribe button there as well because we release it on all major platforms as soon as we are done with the live show next item on the docket here if you could also be so kind and you got a couple extra seconds Go ahead and hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do, and it only helps us make Talking the Line Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. And last, but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you're going to find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL crew's social media platforms and additional content so you can consume us however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Cole 45 Sroka, and as always, thank you so much once again for uh, deciding to hang out with the TTL Sports Media crew. Uh, Very excited to get today's show on the road and put yesterday behind me, had a hot start to the week and a bit of a bump in the road yesterday, but uh, we'll get into all of that here shortly. For now, let me bring in the co-host of the Talk in the Line podcast, a young man who saved the crew yesterday, much unlike me, had quite the day against the sports books yesterday and uh, kicked him right in the mouth. think he's going to have a similar day here on today's card, and I am ready to bring him in to give you guys some value and some cold, hard locks. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm doing pretty damn solid. As you mentioned, not uh, not a bad day for me. Uh, one little bad beat, but other than that, some pretty decent wins and a damn solid night of sports that we'll obviously touch on later in the show. But uh, tough to be upset coming off of, uh, you know, 
beautiful slate of gambling and a beautiful slate of playoff basketball and hockey. Oh, so, yeah. We definitely have some stuff to discuss yeah. and rant and react on, if we you sure will, uh, a little bit later on in today's show. Uh, but for now, before we tell you about today's show and uh, do a little bit of early banter here, let's get into yesterday's best bets of the day and the action that we had on our cards. Us being a full transparency show. You know the deal. You know the drill. It is now on your screen. On the left side, our Mags picks of the day. He went 3-1-1. and one. Uh, Had three nice wins with the Strohs, the Brewers, barely covering finally in the fifth. Nice pitcher RBI oh, yeah, to, baby, get that, to, uh, to get that 1-0 cover. And then uh, Boston-Tampa Bay, over 8.5, very easy cover. Dodgers' first five, little push there, nothing crazy. And then the Brewers uh, let the Diamondbacks back in the game at mm-hmm. the very end and ended up only winning in three to two so his lone loss of the day as for me on the right side if uh you were super high on me because of my nine and oh start to the week first and foremost i do apologize but second of all welcome to gambling baby it's the game we play that's the game that's how it happens you still see a smile on my face this morning i ain't worried about it because number one my partner saved us and number two i unit bet Stick to your units, and you'll be just fine, my friend. fight another day. But a quick little recap. Uh, Red Sox, first five plus a half, absolutely got destroyed. They could not do anything against Rich Hill, which was really surprising with them against lefties. And you got the A's, first five money line, losing it with two outs in the bottom of the fifth. Absolutely brutal. Nats, first five money line, pitch, pinch hit Andrew McCutcheon, grand slam to uh, go up nine to five in the bottom yep. of the fifth inning with one <laughs> yep. out. Uh, the Giants, first five money line, a push. Uh, the angels hit a home run in the bottom of the fifth with two outs i do believe to push that one and uh oh the royals they came out uh very hot the yankees ended up tying it but uh that was my lone win of the day um so hashtag can you say bad beat bad beats and uh we need to get some first six inning uh, markets opened up here because you and i would be fucking millionaires if those were open yeah um nonetheless we live to fight another day we live to fight another day it was because of me and I do apologize that the parlay pop-off did not hit. Um, me and my partner agreed. I said, hey, man, your pick. What do you feel confident on? And he said the A's. I said, okay, oh, okay let's yeah. rock and roll. I said, I'm yeah. with it, too. This has got to be my favorite play. And as the day kind of wore on, hey, and, yeah, and so got it goes, a scary. And so it goes with one of those days like you had. Yeah. The one that you were least confident in, I assume, and also the one that I was least confident of your five was the, the one that loan that wins. So that's yeah. the way she goes sometimes. It's the way she goes. Once again, welcome to gambling, baby. But the Wednesday Warrior, we stay hot on that special play. Sure, Atlanta Hawks plus eight cashes with ease with them getting the outright victory. We got some stuff to talk about coming out of that game later mm-hmm. in the ransom reaction. So make sure you stick around for that. And then the Moneyline Dice doubled down on the Mariners at home against the worst team in the MLB, the Rockies, on the road. But they could not get the job done in late innings. And the Dice get another loss on the record. Now 21-24-1 and on the pod mm-hmm. for the Dice. But we got a nice matchup for them to roll on today. Actually, the MLB matchup that kicks off the card. So make sure you stick around for that. So there you go. Yesterday's best bets of the day. Uh, not a bad day for the crew overall. Uh, five, six, and two. If you take out the money line dice, if you didn't play those and you didn't play uh, the uh, parlay pop off special play, then you went five, four, and two and actually had a quite solid day. Mm-hmm. So, either way, um, 
quick reminder, because I did have a decent day, only ended up going down a unit even after all of that because right. of some of my side plays. And I know you had a solid day as well. Somewhere right around there. So uh, I suggest that you guys follow us on the Action Network app. Mm-hmm. Very uh, easy to find us at cash underscore with underscore Colt at RMAGS in all caps. And then uh, you can follow the Talking the Line page at Talking the Line. We put all of the picks there and then all of our personal plays outside of the pod, as always, go right on there the minute that we lock them in. So make sure you follow us on there so you can get all of the best bets and uh, continue to cash even more tickets with the crew. But for today's show, um, if you haven't read the description, if you didn't listen up first things overall, a bit of a rough or not a rough, bit of a light slate today. Uh, Only 10 MLB games on tap, one NBA and one NHL game. However, we still got nine best bets of the day coming at you. No problem for the crew. Kicking things off with RMAG's best bets, he's got three. That means the remaining six are on my shoulders for my best bets of the day. Then we're going to move right on into the special play of the day. Another Thursday brings another triple play Thursday parlay. Three MLB legs, if you're not familiar, this week's Triple Play Thursday Parlay paying out at plus 581 odds. So uh, real excited to lock that bad boy in. As a matter of fact, I already have, and uh, I'm ready to get a special play in the window, partner. This is ridiculous. We got some high-powered offenses on this bad boy. Yeah, so uh, make sure you stick around for the second segment of today's show, the Triple Play Thursday Parlay special play. That's a mouthful. Say that five times fast, if you will, please. Third segment of the day, moving into the Moneyline Dice. We got an MLB roll for them today between the Royals and the Yankees. Stick around for that. Trying to get those dice back above 500 and they got a shot with it today. Then we're going to move on into the second half of the show. Already talked about it about five times, but we got some juicy stuff to get into. Nonsense out of the NBA last night. The war on sticky stuff rages on in the MLB and plenty, plenty, plenty other action that we got to rant and react about. So make sure you stick around for that. And then I'm going to give you uh, just a quick message and remind you to keep going in my motivation minutes today. So stick around for the very end of the show for that last segment. But for now... Cut all the drama, cut all the nonsense, cut all the banter that you could go to every single other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the crew all day and night long. So it's time to get today's show started, ladies and gentlemen, with the first segment of the day, as always, the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day. If you've been here before, you know the deal. If you haven't, you're about to find out. We always kick things off with our mags Best Bets of the Day. He said, I'm going to take it a little bit easier today. Not going to go too crazy, but I'm going to still give these guys a few solid picks and some good value, as he always does. Mm-hmm. Coming off of a solid evening, very, very solid evening, and I believe he's got just the three picks to continue that streak. So, uh, I like what you've already been telling me. Okay. I need you to share it with these kind folks. So, without further ado, as always, partner, you have the floor. I appreciate it, my man. Alrighty, three plays coming out of my picks today, two of them out of the MLB, one of them coming out of the lone NBA game. First one out of the MLB is going to be out of the Nationals versus Marlins game, and I am going to be taking a little bit different uh, different pick that I've been giving out on the pod here today, Nats team total over four and a half, uh, paying out right around minus 110. 
You've got Cody Poteet on the mound for the Marlins right-hander. Poteet is in his first season in the MLB. Had a nice little start. First season made six starts. Had a nice little start. Now it seems like teams are starting to figure him out a little bit. His first three starts went at least five innings pitch when he went to seven innings pitch in one of those games. Had some nice starts there. But now in his last three starts, he's gone four and a third inning, two and two-thirds innings, and three and two-thirds innings. And it's not a bit, not been against some great offense. It's against the Pirates and last week against your Cubs when they were down and ice cold. Mm. And in those last three starts, that's a combined 10 and two-thirds innings, allowing 10 earned runs, nine hits, and 10 walks, close to a two-whip. You don't like to see those base runners on mm. there because that leads to a boatload of runs. And uh, you know what? another part of what that illustrates to me is that not only are teams figuring them out, but his own team and manager realizes that the deeper he gets into these games, second and third time through the lineup, these teams are going to start figuring out even more within the game and starting to hit him in those later innings. Mm. But he's facing a team partner that is one of the hotter teams in the league and uh, might be the second hottest team in the league behind my next pick that I'm going to be talking about. They have won nine of their last ten games. They have scored five or more in three of their last five games. And in their last five versus right-handers, 344 batting average, 414 OBP, and a whopping 8.28 runs per nine. They put the runs up on on the board yesterday. Even without that game, they've been scorching the ball versus right-handers. Mm. And obviously, they put up a boatload of runs yesterday on the road against the Phillies. So, I love this Nets team to hop on Cody Boteet again early. And if even if he uh, you know goes past those few innings like he has not in the past, I think that bodes well for the Nets even more. And so, I think this Nets team gets over four and a half fairly easily today, partner. I uh, would have to concur with you there. They have been absolutely destroying the baseball. That was pretty much all of my analysis on them uh, yesterday outside right. of the pitching matchup with Fetty. Right. But... I, I think four, I got it at four actually on FanDuel Sportsbook. I've already yeah. locked it in. I think it's way too low for how hot this Nats offense has been. So I am right there with you, partner. First pick of the day for sure. Yeah, and your old pal Kyle Schwarber is uh, potentially the hottest hitter in Holy baseball cow. right now. Goodness gracious. I mean, he has his ups and downs, but right now he is on his ups. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I suggest you back yeah. the hell out of him. I mean, a, okay. a top of the fifth grant or, well, three-run homer. I mean, absolutely. Uh, the top of the fifth. Yep. Yeah, absolutely yep, yep. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, so. insane. No, it was a grand slam. It was a grand slam, five to one. Either way, so I think it was three run. First bet, either doesn't way. Matter. First bet of the day. It doesn't matter. From our mags, Washington Nationals team total over four or four and a half runs, whatever your book has it at. Hammer it in. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You got two more to dish out, my friend, so uh, why don't you go on and get on after it? All right, so I mentioned that the Nets might be the second hottest team in baseball, and I'm going back to the well today as my friend, uh, not my friend, I don't know him, but on the Daily Wager, Mr. Doug Kazarian said Ah, it yesterday, don't overthink it, Astros minus one and a half on the run line versus the Tigers, and I'll lay some knowledge on you so you don't even have to overthink it, and it comes even easier for you you got Luis Garcia on the mound righty versus Jose Urena versus or excuse me Jose Urena another righty for the Tigers and I don't even know where to start on this one partner because there are so many different things that I could dive into but I'll start with Luis Garcia because everyone knows how hot the Astros offense is Mm. Garcia 282 ERA on the season 2.22 ERA in June and that is against no scrub offenses. That is the Reds, Red Sox, excuse me, Blue Jays, Twins, and White Sox. Four of the best offenses in baseball. And he has not allowed more than three earned runs the entire season. 
And he also faced Detroit earlier on in April, gave up zero earned runs over four and a third innings. He is as hot as they come right now in the American League for any pitcher. And now he's facing a guy that might be the coldest pitcher in baseball in Jose Urena. 4.56 ERA in May, 13.91 ERA in June over three starts, 17 Jeez. earned over 11 innings pitch in those three uh, three starts, four home runs, eight walks. His command is all over the place. Actually saw him live a few weeks ago in uh, Chicago, and he was absolutely brutal. And this Tigers team is not the team that you want to get yourself right on. No. Not at all. Uh, we're, excuse me, he's even worse at home. Or this Houston Astros team is not the team you want to get yourself right on. Yeah, what did I say? He said Tigers. It's okay. Did I? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay. C- carry on, my friend. Anyways, <laughs> he is actually worse at home with a 7.4 ERA over his six starts at home in Detroit. And uh, like I said, not a team to get right against. Houston last 10 versus righties. 322 batting average, 394 OBP, 8.78 runs per nine. Detroit's offense has actually been pretty solid this week, but that's been against some ice-cold pitchers. This guy, Luis Garcia, is one of the hottest pitchers in baseball. I am backing the mess out of the Astros again today. You're actually getting a little bit of a you know, minus 140, so nothing too juicy on the run line. But like I said, don't overthink it. It's uh, you, you can't pass up this hot Astros team right now. Give me the Astros minus one and a half. I agree with that. Um, this actually might be part of our special play today, so uh, make sure you stick around for that. But yeah, the Astros are on fire right now. There's nobody going to stop them, and uh, I'll be damned if Jose Urena stops this. Yeah, <laughs> if you can look me in the eyes and say you're taking the Tigers with Jose Urena against this red-hot Astros team and Luis Go Garcia, for broke. and you win the bet, Good for you. Hey, good for you for for sure. But uh, I will happily be siding with you, partner, on the Astros minus one and a half for your second best bet today. And for the third and final best bet coming from you, my friend, what do you got? All right. I mentioned I'm going to the NBA for this one, and I am taking the Clippers plus one. Now, a lot of people are on the Suns tonight. Chris Paul could be back tonight, probable actually. But this Clippers team has proved that they are more than comfortable being down 2-0 in any series. They've already come back. From 2-0, down 2-0, and not only won game three in each of the first two series, but come back in one. Not saying they're going to come back and win this series necessarily, but even in these playoffs as a whole, take out the Clippers, these playoffs as a whole, kind of seeing 50-50 calls go the way of the team that is down 2-0 in these series where, not, not saying NBA conspiracy type stuff here necessarily, but the NBA wants these series to go on as long as they possibly can, especially the conference finals where you want as much as much ratings as you possibly can so i do think those 50 50 calls are going to be siding with the clippers at home and like i said chris paul could be coming back tonight sounds like he is coming back tonight i don't know that's going to obviously that's going to help him in the full series as a whole and beyond if they're lucky to make it to the finals absolutely going to help them and it's almost essential but in this game i think he might be a little bit rusty coming back off those protocols might be a little bit behind the uh, game speed that they, these guys have been going through these first couple of games. So I really like this Clippers team tonight, man. The Suns, 1-9 ATS last 10 in L.A. versus the Clippers. Obviously, you have Lakers and Clippers, but 1-9 mm. ATS last 10 in L.A. versus the Clippers. So, you know, I like the extra plus one just in case some wild stuff happens like we saw the other night because uh, that is very, very possible. But... Nonetheless, I am liking this Clippers team and Paul George especially to bounce back from those. He's been, you know, he's been here and he hasn't been, uh, he's no, uh, you know, 
he's no shut away. He doesn't uh, shy away from listening to all the criticism on mm. stuff like those free throws, missed free throws, because people yep. have been giving it to him. Uh, so I think he's going to be coming back with a vengeance tonight, and uh, this Clippers get the uh, cover and the win. I 100% agree with you. You know me. When everybody's zigging, I zag. Everybody is all over the Suns at minus one and a half. It's a super low spread. CP3 back. You know the storyline. You know everything. My partner laid it out, but... I don't think that this is going to be a Suns win here tonight. I think that CP3 court rust is going to be a real thing. COVID is no joke, whether you're asymptomatic or not. You can't work out, and it does have an effect on the old athletic abilities and the lungs. Mm -hmm. But a couple other key things that uh, I saw per spreadknowledge.com, the Clippers are 21-9 and ATS after an under total in their previous game as an underdog since the 20th of January in 2019 with a total profit of plus 30 units. Mm. The Clippers are also 21 and 11 ATS after a loss as a dog since the 20th of January in 2019 as well with a profit of 23 overall units. And last but not least, the Clippers are 20 and 30 ATS as an underdog since February 5th of 2019, but an overall profit of plus 19 units. So I will gladly be hammering in uh, the LA Clippers with you here tonight. Uh, definitely taking them on the spread in case any of that goofy stuff happens around around again but uh might do a little half unit on the money line as well sure sure so there you go there you have it hammer it home hammer it in there are our mags three best bets of the day mm -hmm. anything else you need to lay out lay down hammer home hammer in all the above I don't think so. I think I'm all set. All right, my friend. Well, there you go. There you have it. If you are rocking with our mags and you got your sports books out right now, you heard his best bets, hammer them home at whatever the current best line you're seeing them at, and let's get those bad boys to the window. We'll see you at the pay window. Um maybe about 11 o'clock yeah, about, about 11 yeah. o'clock wrapping all of them up we'll get a nice little three and oh sweep for my partner speak it into existence but moving right along no uh delay hesitation or uh exasperation here mm. we are getting into the second half of the first segment of the day you know the deal you know the drill my best bets of the day told you i got six best bets coming at you today so uh not gonna not going to delay, not gonna, going to bore you with a bunch of meaningless nonsense, going to get straight to the point. So get out those sports books once again, get ready to hammer these bad boys in because we are going at laser speed today, ladies and gentlemen. So let me take a look. Everything's good because when I talk, you know, I got to be the talent of the show. While you're talking, I can produce and make sure everything's sure, sure. working right. So I got to do a little bit of both here. So make sure everything looks beautiful. Let's get into it. First bet of the day, going back to the matchup between the Oakland Athletics and the Texas Rangers because I am so burned by last night, not all entirely, but I believe that the Athletics are going to get this one. So I'm taking the Athletics first five money line once again because they have been great in the bounce back spot and have put up a boatload of runs in the early innings when they are in this exact spot all season long. Now, this pitching matchup also looms pretty heavy for me. You got Chris Bassett on the mound for the A's and taking the bump for the Rangers is Colby Allard. Allard started off his season strong. Uh, the rookie wasn't too bad, thought you could be somebody who you could 
back quite often actually and then his games had kind of turned into bullpen games he wasn't going very deep and now they've started to allow him to go a little bit deeper they were impressed with him but his earned runs have started to go up so it hasn't really paid dividends for the rangers at all in his last four starts allard gone 20 innings overall 14 hits allowed six earned runs four walks and three home runs texas is 0-4-1 straight up in the first five innings over his last five starts overall and 0-4-1 straight up in the first five innings in his last five home starts they are completely different games it just so happened to work out that way Uh, apparently the rangers are not good when he is on the mound in the first five he has faced a few of these oakland batters uh so far this season and it has not been good 400 batting average 483 obp and an 883 ops for those few guys and then oakland versus lefties because allard is a lefty they are doing pretty doggone well this season uh their last 10 overall 273 batting average 356 obp and a 6.61 runs per nine i absolutely love oakland to touch up allard all day today especially first three innings i think it's just going to be a shit show for that young man on the mound then you got uh chris bassett talked about him he's another money man for this A's rotation 15 starts on the season 992 and two-thirds innings pitched overall he's only allowing 218 batting average to opponents at the plate a 282 OBP and a beautiful 1.06 whip he uh, has only four out of his last 10 starts he hasn't made it through the seventh inning he has uh, gone really deep into games and I like him to at least go six here today Oakland is three one and one straight up in the first five innings over his last five starts overall and almost exactly three one and one straight up in his last five road starts overall in the first five innings first five inning runs per game really loom heavy for me as well oakland 2.67 on the road with texas 2.35 at home however first five inning runs per game allowed oakland 1.97 on the road and texas 2.41 at home so i think that looms real level uh, real heavy here last night was a fluke in my opinion uh, one of those bad beats two outs in the fifth inning and the rangers somehow get on the board out of nowhere i don't think that's going to happen here today this a's lineup is going to touch up mr colby allard very well and that all leads me to my first play of the day told you we're going light speed not wasting any time oakland athletics first five money line i'm i'm right there with you my man i uh <laughs> i'm a poet and i didn't you even know it. i am getting so much better at these rhymes i'm just i'm just gonna keep dishing them out here kids. A rap career uh, hey i'm telling you i uh i'm Mike, right there with one, you on two, this one, one. Two. <laughs> I'm right there with you on this one. I think uh, I think the A's yesterday was a little bit of an anomaly uh, as far as the Rangers' offense there in the fifth inning, and then the A's yeah, offense yeah. being stagnant all game long, really. So yeah. I think they bounce back today, no problem. 100. I think it was a load of horseshit yesterday. Yeah. So uh, I am happily back in the well with the Oakland Athletics. Sure. Moving right along, light speed, ladies and gentlemen. Second pick of the day. Going to the matchup between the Baltimore Orioles and the Toronto Blue Jays. I am happily hammering in the Toronto Blue Jays run line minus one and a half for the full game. The Orioles are incredibly cold. You can fact check me, but I'll tell you anyway, they've lost nine out of their last 10 games and eight of those have come by two runs or more. You know what I like to say more on the or more side of things they have been getting destroyed they're coming off of an absolute drubbing by the houston astros and i think their their slump is only going to continue to bottom out they are nowhere near as ice cold as they could be they are only getting worse now the blue jays were cold they weren't a team that you could back for a little while it got 
a little bit out of hand. I was a little bit worried mm-hmm. with all this, mm-hmm. the star power they have. However, they have turned things around. Won their last four overall, and three of them have come by two runs or more. So they're back to hitting homers, back to putting up those runs at free will. And two of those uh, two runs uh, wins were against this same Baltimore team in Baltimore. So now we're not in Toronto, but we're at home for the Blue Jays. So I absolutely love that. Also, the pitching matchup. Dean Kramer on the mound for the O's and Anthony Kay, the lefty, on the mound for the Blue Jays. Kramer has been fade city all along. You all know it. I know it. He knows it. Everybody knows it. You don't want to back him in any spot. And you can pretty much say with certainty he's at least going to give up three earned runs in his starts at this point in the game. Combined 16 earned runs overall in his last five starts for Kremer. In his road starts, he has been abysmal. Five overall form, 23 innings pitched, 5.09 ERA, and a 256 opponent batting average allowed. He's been, been getting touched up all over the place when he is on the road. And Toronto actually got him for two earned runs uh, in the last outing against them, but they were both homers. So why do I mention they were homers? Because Toronto is first in the MLB in home runs this year they are absolutely crushing the game and i love them to crush kramer here today in the home run department now i told you a little bit about k but before i do one more thought on kramer um they have lost four out of his last six starts them being the orioles and uh they have all come by two or more runs so very comfortable with the minus one and a half because of that but a little further on k he was shaky to start the season more of that bullpen day guy but he's starting to get a little bit stronger as we go along he did faced this Baltimore team once already, went three and a third, three hits, three Ks, no walks, two earned runs. The home runs are, have been a little bit of a problem for him because those two earned were home runs, but he's starting to get that back in check. I like him to really rebound here today and really take care of this Baltimore team that was hitting lefties well, but as I'm telling you, they are really bottoming out. Last 10 versus lefties, 221 batting average, 264 OBP, and a 2.50 runs per nine. Last five, 146 batting average, 167 OBP, and a 2.25 runs per nine. You want to back that to keep this game within run one run go right ahead my friend but I'm not going to be back in that especially with the arm of Kramer on the mound in addition to those batting stats for the O's against lefties not to mention Toronto has won two out of the three meetings so far this year between these two teams and both came by two or more runs more on the or more side of things as always the Orioles are 16 and 35 straight up in the last 51 meetings overall and 38 and 80 in the last 118 meetings straight up between these teams in Toronto. Toronto is going to have a field day. They're going to destroy Kramer from the jump. K might give up a few runs here or there, but once this Toronto team has the opportunity to also get into the Orioles bullpen, it is a wrap. So give me the Toronto Blue Jays minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm right there with you, my man. The one thing, uh, a couple things that stood out to me, I mean, you keyed in on the home runs for the Blue Jays. Couple of solo home runs last time they saw him, but that 265 batting average against for Kramer. What that says to me with that Blue Jays heating up, they're going to hit those home runs, but this time there's going to be at least a couple guys on base for the couple of those home runs this time around. I do believe so as well. So that is why I am all over the Jays at minus one and a half. So there you go. Third pick of the day. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. How you doing? Going to the matchup, back to the matchup between the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. Today, I firmly believe it is the Red Sox day. Yesterday was a bit of a lean, but nowhere even close to my confidence today. 
the pitching matchup once again is huge for me. You have Nick Pavetta on the mound for the Sox and then taking the mound for the Rays is going to be Michael Waka. Now, Pavetta, he's had his struggles here and there so far this season. You can bank on him every once in a while. It's kind of hard to tell, but this is one of those spots. When he's on the road, when his team needs a win in one of these heated division games, he is the guy that they can lean on so far this season. He has had six road starts so far this season, and they're actually a bit better than his top line numbers overall. He's gone 33 innings with a 4.09 ERA and a 221 opponent batting average allowed. Now, don't let that ERA scare you because it is a little inflated because of pretty much two high run scoring games where the Red Sox actually won, but it was just a lot of back and forth action that happened between the teams. So that 4.09 really doesn't scare me because also Boston is seven and three straight up in Pavetta's last 10 starts overall. And those three losses came to Kansas City when they were getting really hot, Toronto and Houston. So obviously this Tampa Bay Rays team is good, but I don't think that they're going to be able to hit him with as much success as those teams have or the previous seven teams that the Red Sox have beaten. Waka, on the other hand, has uh, really been somebody you need to look at and run in the opposite direction. Whether he's at home or away, it has been bad. As a matter of fact, it has actually been worse at home. But in eight starts overall for Waka, 12 games pitched in addition to that, 43 and a third innings gone with a 5.19 ERA, 289 opponent batting average allowed, 335 OBP and a 1.38 whip. Told you his road starts, or his home starts rather, were worse. Well, they are. Two starts at home, five Five games pitched overall, 62 and two thir- or 16.2 thirds innings pitched, 302 opponent batting average allowed, and 5.94 ERA. So he gives them up at will at home. I don't know what it is. He gets in front of the home fans. He uh, can't get the job done. He has a combined 10 earned runs in his last five starts overall, and he has not made it out of the fourth inning once. Three and two-thirds, two and two-thirds, one and two-thirds, two and three, respectively, in his last five. And the Boston Bats are going to wake up today against Waka in his career. 290 batting average, three 28 OBP, and a 703 OPS. So I love the Red Sox, who were cold out of nowhere against lefties yesterday against Rich Hill. I love them to bounce back here today. Also, why I took the money line, I like the first five, but I like them to put up plenty of runs early and you're getting a little bit better um, action on this full game money line. I like the plus money. I love it at plus 110. The reason why I say all of that is because if it plays out how I think it's going to play out in the first half, then these bullpens come in and it's going to keep the score right where it's at. So I see somewhere in the first six, seven innings, maybe it's going to be about a 6-4 game in my mind. And then both of these bullpens are both inside the top 10 uh, when it comes to bullpen ERA so far. So I like them to keep the game right where it is. And uh, Boston gets this win easy. Yeah, I'm right there with you, my man. You mentioned that bullpen. I uh, Of the Rays, at least, I'm uh, I'm thinking they're going to start uh, maybe not struggling, but not see the, quite the same success that they have in, you know throughout the entire year. They're starting to see a couple injuries, obviously Tyler Glass now. And uh, I think they're going to start being a little bit overworked here. And, uh, you know, so for that matter, with Michael Waka usually going only three, four innings, either the Red Sox touch him up and he continues to stay there he's out in the 3-4 and we're all set and good mm. or he might have to go into that fourth fifth sixth inning to kind of eat up some of those innings and that's going to spell uh trouble kinda, trouble for him yeah mm. exactly so I'm right there with you 
Absolutely, my friend. So there you go. Third pick coming for me today, the Boston Red Sox money line. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Number four coming for me today. We are going. Actually, I'm going to skip over this one. I'm going to make this one my last one. We're sticking with the MLB. Number four today, we are taking the Minnesota Twins minus one and a half versus the Cleveland Indians. Again, pitching matchup looms extremely large for me. You have Giancarlos Maia and Jose Barrios on the mound here today. Maia is on the mound for the Indians and Barrios on the Twins, if you did not know. Maia, uh, he's been good at home, but his top line numbers are absolutely terrible. Why is that? Because he's absolutely terrible on the road. Three starts on the road for Maia. Four games pitched, one and two record, 308 opponent batting average, and a not a miscorrection. 9.31 ERA allowed on the road so far. Combined 10 earned runs allowed in his last last three starts, and all of them have been on the road. He has been giving them up at will, and I love the Twins to jump all over him early. And they've actually woken up here after a little bit of a slump. They put up a combined 35 runs in their last six games overall. So I think they got pretty good shot here against Maia. But if you don't believe me, I like Barrios to limit the hell out of this Cleveland Indians team. He's had some uh, struggles he had to overcome in May, but he's starting to find himself once again. My partner actually mentioned that uh, back on some analysis last week mm-hmm. when he took the Twins. Minnesota's 5-0 and straight up in his last five starts overall, and three of them have come by two or more runs. He's gone at least six innings uh, through the last five starts, and I like him to at least go six innings here again today. Uh, the, the Indians are kind of back and forth, and when they don't have one of their all-stars on the mound, it just seems that they don't put up the run support for some reason this year, and uh, the Maya is definitely not one of their all-stars. Last but not least, uh, a couple of key trends I like. Cleveland's 0-6 in the last six in Minnesota, and Cleveland has won, has, uh, won these matchups this year when they do have their aces on the mound when their aces are not on the mound it is a totally different story they have lost those games by a combined told run total of 20 to 2 so uh i absolutely love the twins to touch up Maya here today and uh barrios to return to pretty dominant form at home uh, at least go five six not give up more than two give me all of the twins minus one and a half yeah, I'm right there with you, my man. You mentioned it. This Twins team is starting to come up a little bit. And uh, Jose Barrios, Barrios, whatever it is, he's uh, you know starting to look like the guy we've seen the last couple of years, borderline all-star, all-star type pitcher. And uh, when this Indians team is down, they're kind of down, and they're starting to ha- see some injuries to that pitching rotation. And with Maya up and pitching, it's uh, pretty evident. And uh, he's not been the guy. So Absolutely. I am right there with you on this one. Absolutely, my friend. So there you go. Fourth best bet of the day. My fifth and last MLB bet of the day, but not my last best bet. We've got one more to get into, but my fifth best bet of the day. Keep it moving. Going to the matchup between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the St. Louis Cardinals. And I'm not taking a side. Going to the total, taking over eight and a half or nine runs. I've been seeing it tick up and down all day long or all morning long so far. Well, I guess it's already almost noon. Uh, we're getting there about an hour away. Either way, it has been moving in our favor all day long. I locked it in at eight and a half, got it right about one, minus 118. So I love it. But Let me tell you why I love it. Uh, Both pitchers coming in here today have been struggling so, so bad. And as a matter of fact, actually in the specific positions they're in. So you have uh, Chad Cool on the mound for the Pirates and Carlos Martinez on the mound for the Cardinals. Cool 
not a whole lot of uh, information on him. He's not a big name guy by any means, and he has been struggling all season long, but especially on the road. He has five starts overall on the road, 19 and a third innings pitched, 257 opponent batting average allowed with a 7.45 ERA. Gives him up at will, and the Cardinals have had pretty good success against him in the past. 250 batting average, 444 OBP, and a 1.028 OPS. They have plenty of options when it comes to that Cardinals offense, and Cool is just the guy that these guys need to get out of their offensive slump. They were so hot to start the season, and uh, I think they returned to form here and, and just need a shaky pitcher to get that done for them. But on the opposing mound, Carlos Martinez hasn't been worth a damn. Now, you might say, Colt, he's already faced Pittsburgh, and he was actually really, really good. He went eight innings, only had five hits, three Ks, two walks, zero earned runs. What the hell are you actually, why are you fading this guy? How do you think that he's going to give up runs? Well, let me tell you something. That was the last good game of Carlos Martinez's Mm -hmm. uh, season so far. He has gone seven games, starts, seven starts after that game. And in those seven games, he has given up a combined 35 earned runs when he gets the start. So I love Pittsburgh to see all of that and say this is the rebound game we needed. This guy is not shutting us down again. And they have actually been pretty hot at the plate. And I think Martinez allows them to do that. They have put up a uh, combined 27 runs overall in their last five games. If you don't like all of that, I got some key trends for you to lock it down. The over is 8-0-1 in Pittsburgh's last nine games overall when Cool gets the start as a dog. It is also 4-0 in Pittsburgh's last four Thursday games. You know me, homer for the day of the week. The over is also 6-0-2 in the last eight starts for Cool in game one of a series. The over 6-0-1 in St. Louis's seven last seven games when Martinez starts as a home favorite. The over 5-0-1 St. Louis's last six games when Martinez gets the start at home versus a team with a losing record. And last but not least, the over is 3-2 in the five meetings between these two teams this year. And historically in the last 10, the over is 6-4. and four. Give me all of the Pittsburgh Pirates and St. Louis Cardinals over 8.5. I love both of these teams to put up a boatload of runs because of these pitchers lock it in hammer it home there you go i think i'm right there with you my man you mentioned that that pirates team is uh, at least their offense is starting to trend back upwards pitching staff can't say quite the same so i uh, i think i'll be right there with you on this one well i certainly do appreciate it let's get this thing wrapped up my sixth and final best bet of the day thank you sir <laughs> moving to the NHL ice Stanley Cup matchup of the night Vegas Golden Knights and the uh, Montreal Canadiens almost forgot my Habs what am I doing excuse me here we go I am not taking a side you would expect me to take my Habs I might sprinkle a little bit a little bit of dough down on them on the side he's gonna sprinkle some yeah there's no maybe about it but uh (laughs) My best bet of this game and what I'm most confident in is the total. I'm going to take the under five and a half goals in the Vegas Golden Knights and the Montreal Canadiens. Few key reasons. Both these defenses have stepped up when it matters. Uh, You can look at the game prior. Uh, Montreal won four to one in Vegas. Uh, It seemed that the wheels were completely falling off for the Golden Knights, but I don't think that's so much of the case. I think that they show up here in game six and really ratchet up that defensive intensity. 
But also the same can be said for my Habs. I uh, love their defensive pressure. I love what they've been putting down this entire postseason. They have been dogs. They have been dominant. And even some of the younger guys like Cole Caulfield starting to get in there, get a little chippy with some of the boys. So I like that. But I also like the goalie matchup even more. Now, Marc-Andre Fleury has been in there. It may be Leonard. Who knows what's going to happen with how Marc-Andre was um, back on Tuesday. We'll see what happens if Leonard goes in. If Leonard goes in, I like the under even more. Fleury's a little bit of a question mark for me. But Carey Price going home game six. If you can look at me and tell me he's not going to stand on his forehead for all 60 minutes of this game, you are out of your damn mind. This is one of the only, well, not one of the only times, but one of the most recent times now for a very long time that Carey Price has had this opportunity. He is not going to let it slip through his fingers. I can assure you of that. But if you don't like all my storyline and everything I got going on in this game, a couple key trends here. The under is 2-0-3 in the Golden Knights' last five overall. Those three pushes have came when the total has dropped right down to five. It has not gotten over one time in this series. The under is also 3-0-1 in the Golden's, Golden Knights' last four uh, overall f- as uh, following a home loss after three or more goals. So they uh, turn right around, bounce back, and keep those goals off the board. The under is also 2-0-3 in the Knights' last five games overall as a favorite against these Habs. Last but not least, couple for the Habs here. The under is 2-0-2 in the Canadians' last four games following a win. Oh, it is 3-0-3 in their last six games as an underdog, and the under is 3-0-3 in the Canadians' last six overall. So I love this to stay way, 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 way under the total. I think this is going to be kind of similar to what we saw last night, not the not the point total, definitely defensive-wise. Uh, I see this game potentially going to overtime, maybe 1-1, a little 2-1 ender, uh, or even maybe a little 3-2, and we get a uh, nice, little, nice little easy sweaty under 5.5, but I will gladly be taking the under 5.5 in this game. I'm right there with you. That was exactly what I was going to say right at the end there. I think it's going to be a little overtime sweater uh, for anyone who just got a side in this game, but for uh, for you and us who are taking the under, I think it's going to be, like you said, 1-1, 2-2 going to the overtime period. There you go. There you have it. Holy cow. I cooked right through. One, two, three, four, five, six. Just wanted to bring them to you, give them to you. Not waste any time with any additional analysis. So there you have it. Let's keep this party moving, huh? Let's do it. All right. Into the second segment of today, the special play of the day. If you weren't here to kick off the show, you're hearing it now. It's the Triple Play Thursday Parlay, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you don't know what it is, once again, you didn't hear it at the beginning of the show. Three-leg MLB Parlay. Now, with the light MLB slate and with us making a commitment to having a three-leg MLB Parlay every single damn Thursday... From time to time, we might have to use some of our personal plays. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to bore you with any more analysis. We actually get to give you the play straight up we do live and in the flesh no question pretty rare so the three legs for the triple play thursday parlay today we will recap them very very shortly but just so you know we are taking from my partner the houston astros minus one and a half we are taking the toronto blue jays minus one and a half and we are taking the boston red sox money line you parlay those three bad boys up 
you're going to get right around plus 581 odds. You got about a nice little 20 spot. Once again, burning a hole in your pocket, you go home $100 richer after we cash that special play tonight. Now, you're my partner talk about the Astros. You hear me talk about the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. I know you were super high on the Blue Jays and the Red Sox as well. Was mm-hmm. there anything additional you had saw in the cracks or crevices that I did not hit on? No, not really. I mean, uh, the Red Sox, uh, tough game yesterday. Like you said, uh, yeah, I, I'm basically just going to echo for a quick second what you said because I think that Red Sox team bounces back. It puts up a boatload of runs, man. We've seen it, and I've been uh, following this Red Sox team all season long. They're one mm-hmm. of my favorite teams to back, their offense in particular. Whenever they have a game or two and they're scoring like they did yesterday, they typically bounce right back and put up at least a 5-6 spot. Yeah, and it's been that spot, too, where we seem to look to the total uh-huh. and, uh, oh, it went under. Okay, whatever. Well, it went over yesterday uh-huh. but or, or some something like that, and you start to look at that Boston line, and it's like, oh, yeah, they're going to be the ones that are putting up the runs today. Yep. It just seems how it's always happened with the Boston team. So I'm actually glad you said that because that has been uh, pretty damn spot on all right. season long. So there you go. Triple play Thursday, parlay, three legs. Houston Astros minus one and a half. Actually, hold on. Hold the phone. We got a whole recap coming. Yeah, what the hell am I doing? There's a whole, hey, we'll get, we'll get this hammer at home. There you go. There you have it. All right. Let me bring it back. Here we go. Time. Two get into the recap of today's best bets of the day we're not going to waste your guys's time any longer you want them on the screen so here they are if you would so kindly turn your attention to the left side of your screen you have our mags picks of the day recapped for you quick the washington nationals team total over four or four and a half whatever your book has them at the houston astros minus one and a half and as we are broadcasting live from the lovely staples center behind us the los angeles clippers plus one or one and a half or minus one if that son of a gun ticks around because we love them that much yep. please turn your attention Once again, to the right side of your screen, my picks coming to day six for you on tap. Taking the Oakland Athletics once again on their first five money line. The Toronto Blue Jays, minus one and a half. Boston Red Sox, full game money line. The Minnesota Twins, minus one and a half. Pittsburgh Pirates versus St. Louis Cardinals over eight and a half or nine runs, whatever your book has it at currently. And Vegas versus Montreal under five and a half or five if it ticks down. I love that as well. There you go. Six best bets of the day. And right underneath that, you got, oh, well, actually, to underneath and to the left. My apologies. Up on you uh, today. But if you're not listening, uh, if you're not listening, if or if you're not watching, you're just listening, then uh, you would have no idea either way. But for those of you watching, you see it on your screen, the Triple Play Thursday parlay, odds of plus 581 for the Astros, minus one and a half, the Blue Jays, minus one and a half, and the Red Sox money line. Let's get that doggone bad Yo, freaking special play to the window, man. Yeah. I am. Let's get back on it. I mean, hey, we, been, got, uh, we got one yesterday. Yeah, we got one yesterday, the Wednesday the Warrior. Wheels turning. We, we had to get the wheels turning. We're one and three on the week after a four and two week last week. So if there's something hadn't been lining up here, but I think it's lining up here today. All we need is one to get us positive for the week. All we need is one. So We're you know get the, the deal. two, but you know we the need deal. is one, and it's today. Hammer it in, lock it home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you like to say, just make sure you get the TTL Crew's best bets of the day in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. There you have it. We got one final segment to get through here today uh, on the first half of the show, the betting portion of the show. 
well, I guess sometimes the second half of the show gets into bets as well. But sure. the primary betting portion of the show, you see the aforementioned text that we did not get to on the far right of your screen at the bottom, the money line dice roll for today. Told you once already, but one more time. Kansas City Royals versus New York Yankees are the roll for today. So let's get into today's money line dice roll of the day. As always, my friend, that is really bizarre, man. This thing is like turning silver, and it was like gold. Don't matter the color of the hammer. All that matters is the swing of the damn hammer. I guess that's true. The power. That is true, but... Uh, but yeah, hey, it sorry. is weird. It's sorry. going straight silver. I don't know what the hell's yeah, going on Yeah, sorry for the sidebar. A little, uh, little bizarre there. I just happened to look down and notice that. Um... As always, partner, while I get the uh, the scene set here, everything good for uh, the viewing pleasure of our kind audience out there, could you uh, go ahead and set the scene a little, who's home, who's away, who's favorite, who's dog, what we got at the total, any additional storylines, you know, all that jazz. All righty, so this one's you, coming sir. out actually about an hour, 15 minutes away from uh, where we are right now. This one's 12.05 Central Standard Time. Got the Royals at the Yankees. Brad Keller on the mound for the Royals. James Talon for the Yanks. Both these guys' top line numbers are pretty damn rough. Brad Keller, 6-3-4 ERA, uh, 6-7 record. I was, you know, I've been on him a little bit on, in certain spots, and he was having, having a little bit better of a May stretch here. But even now into June, 7.97 ERA in June. So pretty rough there. Uh, Royals offense is kind of heating up right now though james tail on in june 7.84 era so rough numbers there for these two pitchers and with that being said we've got an over under of nine so if you think both these guys struggle even harder today then that over might be the play don't know because i i'm not uh, as low on brad keller as his numbers would suggest Typically, when he has two or three bad ones, he does bounce back. But nonetheless, Royals plus 185 dogs. My, uh, Yankees minus 215. And on the run line, minus 110 both ways. Plus 1.5 for the Royals. Minus 1.5 for the Yanks. Uh, Royals actually getting some sharp money here, at least on this indicator on my action. At big money coming in on the Yankees. 77% of bets on the Yankees money line. 92% on the Yankees money line as well. So even more money there. And uh, the spread bet reflects it pretty similarly. Total, 68% on the total, or excuse me, 68% on the over, uh, 68% of the bets. That is 81% of the money on the under. So some real big money coming in on that under despite those huge ERAs from those pitchers. That's the... uh, That's the interesting trend there because it does appear that the sharp and big money is on the Yanks. But that is a weirdo split there for the over-under, my man. So are you about ready? Yeah, I thought I was, and then I just showed the audience our entire... What'd you do? (laughs) (laughs) What'd you do? Booked up. Booked up. It's all right. right. Uh, Getting things back in order here. That's all right. No problem. Getting things back in order. Make sure this is good. Yeah, this is good. Okay. Hey, I'm not. I didn't go to school for yeah, this. Yeah, we didn't shit. go to school for this. But anyways, this series, both uh, this team, these teams have split the first two games of this series, six-five uh, both there ways. Six-five Yanks, uh, or excuse me, six-five Royals on Tuesday, six-five Yanks yesterday. Uh, Royals actually got the win with Garrett Cole on the mound on Tuesday. Cole was decent. Um, those spin rates were going down though, but he still pitched all right. But. Uh, Anywho, the uh, Royals offense is uh, heating up, so that plus 185 might be a live dog today, partner. Thank you, sir. I appreciate all of your uh, 
your knowledge there. You just mm-hmm. laid down a solid scene. Yeah, just reading facts. But uh, without further ado, actually, let me get these bad boys out first before Go we ahead. even do that action. The money line dice have now officially made it to set. We have the wild card die, home away, and money line ATS. All right, time to get I hot get again, one. dice. Yeah, time to get hot. All right, let's uh, just push those over there so you can get a nice little quick capture here. Oh yeah. Actually, we'll wait just a moment if you're ready to. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, you were just you were just goofing around. Just playing okay. with them a little bit. Oh, you know? Okay, there Showing you go. All right, so there you go. There you have it. The money line dice are now officially on the screen. You look terrific today, dice. Now, here we go. Today's roll of the day. Are we going to be siding with the away team Kansas City Royals, or will we be taking the Bronx Bombers at home? We will all soon find out in three, in two, in one. Oh, a little bit of a weird roll there. We got the Yankees at home. You know, I'm going to declare re-roll. Re-roll. Because okay, that hit, that hit hammer, your pin, your phone, your laptop, yep. and then on. Okay. So we're going to uh, quick re-roll. Home or away? In three, in two, in one. Still with the home. Stay they with the said, home Fuck team. Fuck you. I rolled home. Stay with the home <laughs> team. Fine with that. Okay. Now, are we going to have to eat a little bit of chalk here? Are we going to have the dice graciously allow us to get a little juicy? We will all find out in three, in two, in one. ATS. ATS. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Not too juicy, but as uh, definitely not too chalky there. Uh, compared to their money, uh, yeah, money line. What is the minus one and a half? Uh, minus one ten. Okay, I love them to beat the piss out of Brett Keller today. So okay. just fine with that. Now, will the dice double down for the second day in a row? Will they ask us to re-roll, or are we just sliding on over the total for another winner? Let's find out. Three, two. One. Home ATS. ATS. Doubling down. The dice. The dice have spoken. (laughs) The dice have doubled down yet again, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta bring that one from your lungs. You know, they uh they're pretty doggone hot when they doubled down. Don't don't let yesterday scare you off. The Mariners. Stars weren't aligned for the Mariners. Justice Sheffield didn't have his best stuff yesterday. But Jameson Talion, per the dice, is going to have a day today. And uh, Brad Keller is going to get beat all over the ballpark in the sure Bronx. Sure is. Per the dice. Sure is. I'd love to see it. So today, if you guaranteed want to take one ticket to the window, guaranteed the Moneyline dice have spoken on <laughs> the New York Yankees. Run line, minus one and a half. I keep forgetting what you're doing with that. And then, I think yeah. I'm looking at you. <laughs> In the dice we trust. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, dice. dice. Wonderful See you later. appearance. Wonderful appearance. Wonderful appearance. Said, Double oh, down. We got a re-roll that hit some stuff. The dice said, fuck you. I rolled and home. The dice said, hey, you better relax. I'm <laughs> telling you, you don't make the rules. I get to do what I want because I am the star of this segment. Uh, the star of this segment also wanted us to tell you that if you want your own set of them, one of their brothers or sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins uh, in the family of Moneyline Dice, or if you would like some of their long-distant relatives, any of the additional merchandise that are available at their home of MoneylineDice.com, they say, hey, 
Come visit us, check us out there, and we actually make it easy for you too. We got their back. We say, hey, we'll throw the uh, that nice little website in this episode's description for you. So down there at the bottom, you got MoneyLineDice.com, and we actually toss a code in there for you as well because the MoneyLine Dice said, hey, we're not going to let these people go away without a little extra money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, We're not just going to nickel and dime people out of here. We love gamblers, and we want to give them something for it. So once you pick out whatever you want on MoneyLineDice.com, you get over to that checkout in your cart you'll see a nice little code box enter code ttl10 ttl10 it's actually in the description as well so you can't forget you're going to get 10 percent off your first order on moneylinedice.com you can start rolling with the crew stop racking your brain and let the all-knowing dice give you locks on locks on locks love it get your own moneyline dice today get them there you have it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Today's Moneyline Dice segment of the day. Now, uh, quick, got to do a couple little things here. Uh, this is producer Colt going on right now. All right. Now we are away. We are good. Here we go. Let me make sure this is good so we don't have any outstanding issues. All right. Here we go. First things first, if you are one of the kind, beautiful gambling people that just stops by the TTL pod for the first half of the show, uh, for all of our best bets, all of the analysis, all of the good stuff in between, and you're about to uh, head on out of here, first things first, thank you so much for stopping by today, choosing to uh, hammer in some you hammer in some bets with the TTL crew. Excuse me, didn't want that to be on mic. Uh, if... And only if you are headed out of here, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday. Unless you have other plans, uh, hey, let's cash some doggone tickets. We're going to get uh, back right on the right track. I see a 9-0 and clean sweep coming yet again today. Uh, speak it into existence, if you will. However, if you're bailing out, don't stay away too long. Make sure you come on around for Friday's show, closing out the week in epic proportions so make sure you stop on by tomorrow's show episode number 67 but for now have a great rest of your day we'll see you later because we need your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time peace and love but for the rest of you sticking around for the second half of today's show it's time to get off of the bets and analysis and everything behind that talk a little bit of shit oh baby kick things back a little bit and deviate from the path if you will Mm -hmm. time for today's Mm -hmm. rants and reactions here we go all right my friend as always let me get situated over here you know because first half of the show i tell you i'm just i'm locked in i'm making sure everything's rocking and rolling then as soon as we get into the rants and reactions i just feel like i can all right. Around. All right. Let's see what we got here today, you know. So, overall, how you doing? Coming off a great day yesterday. Fill in the bankroll in the old sportsbook apps. A little uh, bit. Do apologize that I uh, caused a dent in them. You know. But uh, outside of that. That's the way she goes. You know, hey, I, I did warn against uh, parlaying my picks yesterday. Yep. I, you know, full disclaimer, that is generally how this gambling game goes. You get about 9 to 14 in a row. I think I've got about 16 in a row before is the farthest I've ever gone. And then you just get kicked right in the teeth you the sure next do. day. It's just how it happens. Mm-hmm. The next day is never good. 
It's gambling, my friends. What it else is. are you going to do? Uh, you know, you get right back on that horse and you try again. That's what you're going to do. That's why we made the TTL pod every single damn day of the week, because we don't ever fucking stop. Speaking of not stopping, Tim Tebow mm-hmm. will not quit. This man is, uh, you know, a lot of rumors surrounding him. A lot of, uh, what? He's not a tight end. He's a washed up quarterback. He ain't going to be able to do nothing for this Jaguars team. He's nothing but a piece for Urban Meyer to have in the locker room. Tim Tebow shows up at OTAs looking like a brick shit house, put on about buck fitty and muscle, out there drinking in protein shakes, if you will, and has been destroying the game in OTAs and has now earned full respect of his teammates or at least the tight end room at this point in time. So, Mags, you think uh, this is deserving? Do you think we start to hear more of Tim Tebow, the player, and not Tim Tebow, the man who is just a piece in the locker room? Or is this all just a bunch of fooey? I think it's all a bunch of fooey, my man. Okay. I know you're a big uh, Tim Tebow guy. I like Tim Tebow as a person. I think uh, he's had some awesome times to watch in his career. But, uh, you know, uh, part of the reason uh, this is on the docket here is that uh, so it came out the other day, and it wasn't super disrespectful, but George Kittle and Greg Olson were talking about their tight end university, which they didn't anticipate being a monster, monster thing. But it turns out they're getting about 50 uh, tight ends around the NFL coming down to, I believe, Nashville. I could be wrong about that, but I believe it is Nashville. And uh, Mr. Tim Tebow was not invited. Oh. Um, wasn't super disrespectful. They uh, they were on part of my take talking about it, um, and they were saying, you know, it wasn't disrespectful, but it was like, uh, you know, I would feel a little uh, feel a little bad. First of all, we ended up having a lot more dudes than we expected, yeah. um, and not to mention, I would feel bad if uh, you know we let Tim Tebow, who hasn't been on an NFL roster uh, as a tight end before beat out a guy who uh, or get a spot over a guy who's you know maybe a second string guy who's working real hard and trying to get into that starting lineup so it wasn't like it was a hey screw you tim tebow they did say if he makes the roster this year we'd love to have him next year so i don't know man hey i uh i think this is yet the next great chapter in the story of Tim Tebow, I uh, I don't buy all of the nonsense. I you know he uh, he's starting to get the respect, but I, you know just because uh, old Greg comes out, you know who was it with Travis uh, George, Kittle? Uh, George, George Kittle. Kittle and Greg Elson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know, hey, so he didn't get invited. So what? So he didn't get invited to your little campy camp. Thought we were playing NFL. I thought this was big boy leagues. So what? So what? That's that's total horseshit. That 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 te you know I should. It sounds awesome. Let me walk that shit back. That that was just me going on a rant. That that tight end you know. Can I fit spin zone? That that tight end that tight end university is definitely something that I would gladly participate in, and as I have researched it, it is beyond cool. Hey, iron sharpens iron. Could not have said that better myself. But uh, we'll see what happens. The jury's still out, my friend. I think he more than makes the team. I don't think that's going to be a problem, and I think he's going to have just a fine season. I disagree. Let hey, me ask you disagree this. all you want. How much uh, heat or rumors have we been hearing about uh, big old uh, Trevor Lawrence, the number one draft pick? Not as much heat as a typical number one draft pick quarterback gets. Have we heard too much about it? We haven't really heard shit. 
That's because there's a guy named Tim Tebow in that locker room soaking up all of that. Uh, soaking up no, all that heat. No, and now there's less pressure no, on Mr. Trevor Lawrence. No. Lawrence. No. So you're telling me Urban only has Tim Tebow in there so Not then nobody will only. talk about anything about Trevor Lawrence. Not 100% only. He is a good locker room guy, good morale, boosting for the team. I'm not going to disagree on that. All point. they did was talk about him for 12 months pre-draft. What do they need to do? Talk about him for another 14 months post-draft? Yeah. I don't think so. Typically how the media goes. Uh, uh, not when it's one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Not when it's one of these guys. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That's That seems a little far-fetched to me, if you will. So at all. Nah, I'm not buying it. I'm not fucking buying it. Tim Tebow's coming in. He's going to have at least five touchdowns this year. Mark my words. Mark my words. Who else you want scoring on that team? Who else you want? Who else you want to score? What, what receiver is going to score that ball? I mean, I've seen Tim Tebow. What receiver is going to score that ball? That's, That's not, not the, the question I asked. <laughs> what receiver is going to score that ball? I'm not answering that question. Well, hey. There's no answer, so the only next guy up that I can see is Tim Tebow. So uh, we will see what happens in the NFL. Clearly, we are on opposing sides of the table when it comes to Tim Tebow and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And what all does it really mean? Truly, we have no fucking idea at all, and it's all speculation. And we still have 77 days before we officially find out. So that's it for the NFL, for all the nonsense going on there. Let's keep it moving right along. You know, we might as well just dive back into it. The war on sticky stuff rages on, partner. Yeah, not uh, not quite as hot as uh, what's today Thursday. Not quite as hot as Tuesday was. Tuesday night was mm. was hoping to see some fireworks from Trevor Bauer's start. Wasn't uh, didn't deliver as far as sticky stuff is concerned. That was an awesome game, but uh, good old Mister, uh, not good old Mister Rob Manfred, bad old Mister Rob Manfred, uh, snaky Mister Rob Manfred came out claiming that uh, these pitcher checks are going pretty damn well. And that uh, these players have been pretty, uh, pretty cooperative. Hmm. Would you like me to read his full quote? Oh, go right ahead, please. Okay. So my view. This is Rob Banford talking. Uh, my view is the first two days have gone really well. Uh, we've had no ejections for foreign substances. Players in general have been extremely cooperative. The inspections have taken place quickly and in between innings. Frankly, the data suggests that we are making progress with respect to the issues in spin rate uh, that caused us to undertake the effort in the first place. Does Rob Manfred watch the MLB? It's clearly that he doesn't watch. Like, does he watch baseball? baseball? No. Like, does he even no. watch his own league? Like, <laughs> no. what in the hell is he even talking about? This, this is yet a clown again, show. This is a clown show, and yet again, I mean, you see, you see, yesterday, Mad Max and Schwarby yes. and one other yes. guy wanting Bryce Harper checked on just some funny shit. So now that's all going to start happening because the hitters know it's as much of a joke as the pitchers do. So Bryce started laughing, but the umpires look like they had saw a freaking ghost, man. Like, they don't want any part of this. They have basically made the umpires judge, jury, and executioner, and they do not want to be in that position. Or Not even they. Rob Manfred has done this. Mm -hmm. And yet another decision that he continues to drive Major League Baseball into the ground. Whether it's one of these dumbass decisions or him getting on the microphone pissed drunk with a team winning the the World Series, it's 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 dumbass move after dumbass move, and uh, this is this is not getting good at all. Well, not to mention, I mean, the last five years there's been uh, you know a conscious push to shorten these games up, and I agree with that. Uh, you know, I'm a big baseball fan, so I can watch you know three hours of baseball, no problem. You know, those four hour games are a little bit long, but nonetheless, I mean, I saw a graphic yesterday. Even without this, 
These game times have not been dropping year by year, at least on no. an average basis. They've been, They've going, been going up. up, if not, you know, down a tiny bit and back up. They're over three hours on average the last few years. So mm-hmm. something's got to change. I got an alert from ESPN. I don't know if it's actual, like something's happening, but like that they're trying to shorten these games still and make the right changes. But uh, well, I'll tell you what makes games real short. Go hammer you in a fucking first five money line bet. And it'll (laughs) change your whole outlook on the game of baseball. Hey, you want to get even crazier? Cost a few bucks on a nice nerfy play. Yeah. A little no runs first inning action. I'm telling you, even if you have a money line bet for a full nine games, you will see how incredibly fast innings go by when you have money banked on those things. Sure thing. It is insane. And when... When you see it from that perspective, that's how I watch damn near every baseball game. Like I just see that the whole I see from the player's perspective and okay, they're in this position, this needs to happen. Oh shit, that didn't happen. Okay, now we really need this X, Y, and Z to happen. I see the whole strategy of it. And man, just to 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 not think that people don't like baseball sucks. Mm-hmm. But Baseball is making people I not like baseball. Well, I, get I, get I get it. I understand. <laughs> I, I mean, it. it really sucks. Yeah, I mean, but. you and I have grown up playing the game, so when you've played the game, it's a lot easier to stomach it. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's certain points where it's, uh, you know, pretty boring watching points. So. Yeah, it can be, but... Uh you we'll know, see. The war rages on. The war rages on for sure. Uh, Shohei Otani was the most notable yesterday. All happy-go-lucky, everything great, uh, no problem at all. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if more nonsense comes out today. I don't think uh, per Rob Manfred it is uh, going all too well. I think it's a really bad look, and I think, uh, like you said, it's a clown show. It's a damn Mickey Mouse show going on over there. I don't know what is happening in the MLB, but I hope we get it done. Uh, I told you at the beginning of the week, Otani had officially said he will uh, go into the home run derby this year. Mm -hmm. Now, defending champ Pete Alonso will be making a return this year as well. Sad news, though. Vladdy G. Yeah. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is uh, not going to be attending this year's home run derby. So, potential guys I would like to see. Uh, I'll give you five. Okay. Right off the jump. Uh, Reese Hoskins. Okay. I'm a big fan of him. He's been in there before. I like his swing. I like his swing. Good swing. Um, You want to toss an old dog? We'll see. Miggy, if you just want. He hasn't been been top notch, but just for the fanfare, because he's always fun to watch. He's always fun to have. Guy to have there. Um, The, oh boy, it's actually kind of, uh, if Machado gets hot, Potentially, he's getting a little hot, but he is starting to get doggone hot. He hit a freaking laser yeah, yesterday. Sure that uh, did you see that fan make that play? Oh, sure did. It was insane. He was like damn near fell over the railing and yeah. made that catch and brought it back. That oh. was absolutely insane. So potentially Machado because he's starting to heat back up again. Um, if which I think he starts to heat back up again, but you put him on the big stage. I just love to see him hit home runs, especially in Colorado elevation. Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, yeah. Would love to have him in there. And then the way he's been hitting the fucking cover off the ball, potentially deserving of an invite, Austin Meadows. Oh, that's fair. He's been that's fair. He yeah. has been crushing the baseball yeah, lately. He had a man. bomb last night, yeah, man. That's a fair pick. It's crazy. That's a good pick. So I like that. Eh. I'd say that maybe there's my top five. That's some good picks. Or five additions. Yeah. I'll go with uh, you oh. know, Go ahead. One of your soccers. I'd have to go somewhere with one of your soccers. Either Yoan Bomb or if Jose can stay balanced, give me Jose. Yeah, I would say Jose's probably at the point where he's probably not going to try and a uh, little old past that point. Yeah. I would say maybe not. But uh, My other old dog pick. There if you go. Uh, if Mercier Mercedes was hitting like he was in April, then I would say that would be an easy pick, although he has fallen off a uh, big fat cliff. Yeah. 
Um, not good. But I'll say not my good. five. This is an easy pick, but I'll say Tatis because he's, he's just an electric factory. Yeah. Uh, how about Acuna? Ronald Acuna. Oh, shit. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with your uh, John Carlos Stan pick as well. That He is one of my favorite home run hitters. And <laughs> They're so good to watch. his home run derby performance is, without a doubt, my favorite home run derby performance, the one that he won. Yeah. Uh, so what is that? Three. Um, I already had two in my head. Uh, goodness gracious. I'm losing it. Those are my top three, at least. I'm blanking. Oh, uh, Bryce Harper. So okay. That's another one. Yep. Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah, you can't ever leave him out. So I'll stick with that. And then uh, you threw in an old dog, so I'll throw in one last ride for Albert Pujols. Ah, see, that was going to be another <laughs> one of mine, too. One last ride. Why the hell not? Definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't think we need to see him in there or Maggie, but if you're throwing old dogs in there. Do you know on you? Do you know? Do you know that Albert Pujols, for his cameos, charges a dollar for every home run that he has hit so every time he has hit a home run he has raised the price of By his cameo dollar? so it's like 672 bucks now <laughs> yeah that's awesome. it's insane so like i just i randomly saw that somebody tweeted that out yesterday and it was like that's such a boss move a boss every move. every homer i hit you gotta pay an extra move. dollar like that's i didn't so realize sick. those cameos were going that expensive yeah some of them are only 20 30 bucks but like i mean for Pujols to do a I mean, cameo you get a is probably a lot. Like, diehard Cardinals fan that wants to probably Pujols, probably yeah. would drop the money to do it for sure yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, there you go. There's who we'd like to see in the home run derby. Maybe you uh, let us know who you'd like to see in the home run derby. Maybe we put a little tweet out later. Maybe some additional options who should uh, who should be in this year's home run derby uh, once again in Colorado at Coors Field. Those balls should be Ooh, jumping baby. off the fucking bat. So I can't I, wait. I can't wait to see this home run derby. It should be a blast and a half. Uh, but outside of that, you know the deal. War on Sticky Stuff rages on. We'll continue to cover it and uh, whatever other nonsense get, comes uh, out of the Major League Baseball. We're going to get sticky checks on our uh, home run derby bullpen. Uh, oh, quite possibly. Posters. Quite possibly. Yeah, you know, Bryce Harper usually has his dad. Oh, yeah. Got to make sure yeah. you, you uh, check the dad yep. just in case he's not throwing any sure. nasty spins there. Yep. Uh, whatever the case might be. So. Hey, this stuff is just becoming comical, and we'll continue to make it comical for you guys and bring you the latest coverage and news on it. But moving along, on to the hardwood. NBA action last night. I told you, sons of bitches, I told you. You better start listening to me because I'm telling you, I'm telling you this Hawks ticket for the NBA title looks better and better every single day. Trey Young and the Hawks shocked the fucking world last night against the Milwaukee Bucks. I told you on yesterday's show, I said this is going to be an outright win for the Hawks. And my partner keyed on it. Game one has been so critical for the Hawks to come out and set the tone. They did. And game one has been so critical for the Bucks to come out and set the tone or even have an opportunity to at least keep the game where they don't blow it. I told you also that... No, I thought uh, this whole late-game heroics from Giannis and Chris Middleton were all but over. I thought it was all fugazi from that Nets game, and uh, starting to kind of look like maybe I'm right. I don't know, man. What do you think? How you feeling after last night's game? I know you're still probably super high on the Bucks, super high on everything. Um, but, oh, also, before you get into that... Uh, MVP of the uh, finals. Finals MVP odds. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Giannis is still the favorite right around plus 120, I believe. But last night... the 175 or something like that. 175, somewhere in there. But last night, we'll put out some graphics for it today for you guys so you can see it. Um, But Trey Young was at plus 1,300, and now he is down to about plus 700. So... The books might be knowing something we don't know, but uh, partner, how you feeling after last night about your bucks? Are you ready to come over to the dark side yet? You know, Are you I'm not kicking gonna it call around? My bucks, I still, uh, there's still my pick to win it all. 
Okay. And I got them in, uh, I think, this series. Uh, I, uh, you know, I kind of said it last night. I wouldn't be shocked if the Hawks won last night. Um, but I do think the Bucks are going to bounce back. They did lose game one of the Nets series. Went to overtime in game one with the Heat before they waxed them in four games. So I don't think this uh, game one is super important for the Bucks, like we did say yesterday. And like you already mentioned, game one is very important for the Hawks. So, uh, you know, something's got to give here. And uh, I think the Bucks are going to bounce back and even it up at 1-1. I think it all comes down to uh, what happens in game three and four, if I'm being totally honest. I think you could be right. But last time I checked, this ain't the Atlanta Nets or the Atlanta Heat. Fair enough. So, hey, Fair enough. hey, hey. But, yeah, Trey Young was fantastic. They got Quavo stunting yeah. in that locker room, hyping him up before I mean, every I, game. I think it's going to come down to, uh, you know, a role player or two on either side. If they can, uh, you know, get hot or something like that, Kevin Herter for the Hawks or Brent Forbes or something like that for the Bucks. You know, because we've seen it in the past with some of these title runs going back to two years ago with the Raptors getting hot. I mean, one of, our, one of my guys from my hometown area, Fred Van Fleet, Got absolutely scorching hot and was that uh, you know Kawhi was fantastic in that in the in that stretch, but a big reason why they came through and ended up winning the finals and even got to the finals because a guy like Fred Van Fleet getting hot at the right time. So I think it's gonna come down to you know if Trey Young and Giannis, I think they're both gonna play really well throughout the series. So all in all, I think it's gonna come down to one or two guys getting hot at the right time, and Kevin Herter might be that guy. I think so. And uh, early prediction, early hot take, I think. We are going to see some type of injury on this Bucks team that's going to okay. really hurt them. Uh, they have had to go deep. They've had to play very aggressive physical basketball. This Hawks team is physical and aggressive. They showed it last night. Um, Collins was not afraid at all to take it straight into the mouth of Brooke Lopez. I don't know, man. If they keep getting beat up like this, we might see somebody get hurt, and that might be the deciding factor here. And I... Hey, you heard it here first. Might be my hot take. I, I'm just seeing how tired this Bucks team's getting, and the wear and tear is going to really become a, a factor for him here, in my opinion. Okay, it's fair enough. So there you go. There's my hot take. But tonight, uh, once again, here my partner. He's all over the Clippers. Uh, got him on the plus one and a half or whatever the line is right now. I haven't looked, but uh, got him uh, potentially got him on the money line as well. I'll probably take him on the money line in addition to your play already locked in that play. But uh, very interested to see how Chris Paul comes back. I do also. I would have to side with you in the in the fact that I think this court rust is going to be a real thing for him, uh, being somebody who had the Rona. Uh, it's not uh, It's not fun. Even even if he wasn't asymptomatic right. or whatever the case might be, he still had to be away from the game. He still couldn't work out. I mean, the le- like you said, the level that these guys play on on a day-in, day-out basis now that they're in the playoffs is just something that you can't really walk in off the street and get back to it, even if you are one of the top athletes in the league. He's going to need a little bit of game time to get that, get that engine warmed up again and actually be able to produce for this team, I think. Right, and like the point I was making in my analysis earlier, obviously this helps the Suns in the long term of the series, and if they're fortunate enough to make the finals this is massive for that but Mm -hmm. you know in this game specifically i think the clippers get this one and uh as i was mentioning earlier just go back to it i think paul george comes back and comes back tonight and has a hell of a game tonight and uh you know devin booker's been fantastic but i think he comes down just a tiny bit back to earth Mm -hmm. and uh not pedestrian by any means but uh you know not quite a 40 point performance like we've been seeing yeah i wouldn't say so either are we still saying sons in four uh sons in five Suns in five, so it is now ticked back a game. The jury is out. We'll see what happens tonight. Do the Clippers get themselves on the board, try to even up the series, make it 2-1 tonight, get another opportunity 
at the Staples Center. Maybe we see 2-2 going into game five. Then it's maybe Suns and six. Maybe we see Suns and seven. Who knows? But uh, I think that this series here, I think both series, there's some interesting shit's going to yeah. gonna start happening. No with With how these playoffs have gone, from what I've seen, what I've watched, the teams, the storylines, injuries, everything has happened. I think we are yet to see some very interesting stuff. These are yeah. not going to be outright sweeps or any outright yeah. easy games. I mean, games. we were complaining about some uh, blowouts the first half of these playoffs the last week or so. I've been uh, at, literally standing up at the end of these games. Oh, yeah. Literally they're, standing they're up. Insane. They're insane. That video of electric. Stephen A. and Mike Wilbon with their jaw drops after the last Suns Clippers, exactly me. I showed it to my girlfriend because she was watching me. She was dying laughing. It was like, that's exactly your face. <laughs> it was that was insane. exactly your face. <laughs> it was insane, man. But I've got uh, a little bit of breaking news here. Nothing crazy, nothing world-breaking here, but mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Pacers hire Rick Carlisle, former Dallas Mavericks really? coach, as their head coach. I think that's a solid-ass hire for them, man. I think it is a solid hire for them. Um, that, that was definitely... Obviously, one of the key reasons as to why the Pacers didn't make it anywhere close to actually being in the, the top of the playoffs. Because right. um, their roster, I mean, they're not a championship roster. They're not a deep playoff run roster. But they've got a, you know, uh, I would say a little bit better than what they showed out this Jeremy year. Jeremy Lamb's getting started yeah, getting I more like and more. Yeah, I like Devontae Sabonis. Uh, Sabonis. Brogdon, he's a solid player. So I think that's a really good fit for them. Yeah. And, I uh, I think that gets them into more of the 5-6 type seed action there for yeah, them, and, unless they can make a move, obviously. Right, and Carlisle's had plenty of success over yeah. the past, what, 20 years with Dallas? So. I don't even know how long ago. Something like that. Something, something right around less. there. Yeah, so, hey, that's uh, that's often that's off, oftly interesting. Uh, how about uh, we put out a little... Uh, little graphic of that oh, bad boy as well. Definitely. We'll go ahead and uh, do that too. So we'll, hey, we're just, we're getting out new stuff, new, new content, new this, new that. The graphic guy is, uh, he's learning new things and we're uh, adding to his plate, seeing what he can do with his newfound tool set. So uh, we'll put some stuff out for you there. But that does it for the NBA. Oh, maybe we might have some more coming well, from the NBA. I don't know if it's the, uh, you know, the classic ESPN exaggerating a little bit here, but got an alert that, uh, you know, Ben Simmons, Talks are, uh, you know, starting to uh, not heat up, but uh, the fire has been lit and uh, interested teams are talking. Don't know how true that is. Don't know if that's ESPN stirring the pot a little bit, making you think, making you talk about it and, uh, you know, making you read and watch their stuff or not. But who knows, man? I think it could be uh, could be the real deal. Uh, it seems a little bit earlier to have those talks while the playoffs are still raging on here. But uh we could be seeing Ben Simmons on the move here uh, within the next couple of months. It ain't shit. I mean, yeah, it's kind of what I was alluding to, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'm just kind of reading through it as, uh, as you were talking there, I was listening to what you were saying. Um, yeah, I pretty much, pretty much, yeah, it's just like some, some of the front office execs have just had a little bit of a meeting, had some talks, and evaluating, like, next and like they've, so they've showed up at they've showed up at the combines and like so maybe tons that's of talks, like, maybe it is what and, Doc was saying. Hey, the other day what would you accept for a trade package? Like that's pretty much all yeah. it is. Like yeah. there's nothing uh, stone set, but hey. Ben Simmons seems to uh, stir be, the pot over here, dude. <laughs> ben Simmons seems to be out of 76ersville. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't mean to uh, blow that through the floor. I it's mean, usually me that's saying. Yeah, that. I know. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> hey, uh, we're switching seats here today, but yeah, ain't going nowhere yet. But uh, I do believe Ben Simmons is out of Philly. So still, I can't come up with a team that he is a good fit on. So I, hey. That ain't my ballpark. I have no clue where Ben Simmons is going to be going. So anything else NBA related? Not really, no. All right, there we go. Last pit stop. Uh, Oh, before we do that, UFC 
Got a pretty solid uh, fight card coming up. We got Cyril Gan versus Alexander Volkov this upcoming weekend for the main event. So make sure you tune in to uh, the very start of tomorrow's Ransom Reactions. You know the deal. I'll break down the entire UFC card, some of my favorite fights through the prelims and main card, and dish out my main card parlay. You know the drill, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you uh, tune in for tomorrow's uh, Ransom Reactions in the UFC segment. Didn't mention that. Uh, nothing PGA-wise. Uh, we kind of skipped over this week. We're just going to uh, take a little bit of a break, wait for another big one to roll around, and we'll uh, dish out some picks for you guys. But back to the NHL ice. The Islanders shocked the world last night. Scratch, claw, scrape back into the game in the third period and take the 3-2 dub in overtime. Tied it up 2-2 in the third period. and I mean, it was insane. Yeah, solid-ass goal, man. I... Uh, one of those situations where you uh, kind of punch yourself in the in the face because I uh, over it was right at the first minute or two of overtime. Went to get a quick snack in the kitchen, and as yeah. I'm walking back, the light or the lamp was lit. Yep, and I was that's like, how it happens, man. Sometimes yeah. those sometimes those overtimes can go back. That's and forth on me. Quite that's on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's on, on you. That's on you. But yeah, sometimes that puck drops, and all of a sudden it's in the back of the net. So yeah. whoa, 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 wait, wait, where where this overtime go? Right. Hold on a minute. Is it already over? But that uh, that does tend to happen sometimes. But overall, a electric, electric, no pun yeah. intended, game from the Lightning and uh, Islanders. I'm still thinking the Islanders got the capability to get this done. I uh, I think game seven, they go back to Tampa Bay. Everybody's going to be thinking this is game over, no easy money, no problem for the Lightning. And uh, with me being a gambling cynic that I am, I don't buy this shit. Fair enough. I don't I, buy it. I don't know anymore, man. It's I too don't good. Know. Yeah, it's too, after, it's too good. It's too obvious. I yeah. Mean, after uh, what a comeback that would be after a you know, touchdown plus the two-point conversion loss, 8 nothing on uh, game five. Do you imagine? But uh, then tonight, gave you my best bet out of the matchup, but Montreal Canadiens, the Habs versus uh, Vegas Golden Knights. I, uh, man, I got to put money on. I know you do. Again, gosh, of course you uh, do. I got to put money on the Golden Knights, or not Golden Knights, the Habs. What am I saying? I said the Golden Knights. Put it on the Habs. The Habs are getting the job done tonight. I do believe. I know it's been a little, little weird for them at home. Uh, they just got the job done in Vegas. You know, they should not have won that game in the fashion they did. I thought game six was going to be their win. So now I might be up in the damn air again. I have no idea. But I think that uh, potentially, not potentially, I'm putting some money on the damn Habs money line. I might be there with you this time around, my man. I mean, you kind of hit it with the storyline in the in your analysis at the top. I I would be hard-pressed to imagine Carey Price in his own in his own home that he spent so long in one of the one of if not the biggest game of his career mm. to show out in front of his fans and send him to the cup ah yeah i might be back and carry price tonight with you yeah i think i'm definitely going to have to so uh, my suggestion lock that in but uh, if you're not going to pick a side at least do the uh, under five and a half or if you're not going to do that at least tune in for this game because it is going to be absolute insanity yeah. uh game six in montreal habs versus golden knights there you go. There you got it. You're saying something additional. What do you got? Got some NHL uh, light-breaking news. No idea who it is. Not going to be able to talk about it too much, but the Seattle Kraken have hired their first coach in team history today, this morning. They haven't. They didn't say who it was, though? Dave Hextall. I have no idea. Who, I don't Dave know. Hextall? Yep. Oh. Um, Sounds familiar. He's a, yeah. Not a big hockey guy, but... Yeah, uh, he's actually, from what I know, he's pretty, pretty popular. I, damn, that does sound familiar as can be. Maybe we'll cover that, but the Seattle Kraken... 
Uh, getting their first coach. Yeah, gonna have to uh, scoop me up a Kraken jersey. That that, yeah, that yeah, sucker is actually pretty guys. pretty crispy. That S with the the, the the tentacles and all that shit. It's pretty damn cool. I like it a lot. So there you go. There you have it. A late breaking NHL news. Uh, nothing else really coming out. We only got the four teams playing now, so it's pretty much only going to be the news coming from there. So we will let you guys know, keep you up to date. Uh, but make sure you hammer in the best bet of the day there. Under five and a half. Outside of that. Wrapping up today's rants and reactions. Uh, we got plenty of other stuff to uh, get into as the week rolls along, as uh, well as we get into the weekend here. About to wrap up the entire week and uh, got probably a recap of some stuff to get into from the week past tomorrow. So make sure you tune in to tomorrow's rants and reactions. We got plenty of other jazz to discuss, rant, react about. You know the deal. Uh, quick reminder, Action Network app, follow the crew. Uh, follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. My partner, Mr. Riley, at RMAGS, all capital. And uh, then you can follow the Talking the Line, all of our best bets of the day at Talking the Line. So uh, make sure you follow us all there. You get all of the best bets of the day from the pod in case you miss an episode or don't have a chance to uh, click through to see the best bets. Uh, make sure you follow it there. You get all of them. And then also all of our additional best bets that we lock in after we have a chance to uh, get off of live and uh, do a little additional research for y'all. So uh, make sure you follow us there. And if you want to follow us on our socials, uh, check out additional content. We have all of that good stuff. One more time, make sure you hit the link tree in this episode's description. We put everything there for you so it's nice and easy to find. You don't have to go searching all over the interweb for the TTL Sports Media crew. It is all in one central linked location, hence the name Linktree. That is uh, about all in that front. Uh, continuing to... Uh, to be up to something we uh we got some things coming we got some other plans happening we got some uh discussions that we're actually getting into today i uh, actually got a few meetings about some potential stuff so you guys need to uh you need to stay locked in that's all i can say we ain't we ain't uh we ain't going nowhere we ain't changing nothing we ain't moving we just adding and we just adding all day making it better bigger better faster stronger you know the deal and um as always, it it wouldn't be possible without each and every single one of you. So uh, you guys give us all of that. You give us the support, the love, the following, the comments, the likes, the shares, all that stuff. So I like to repay you just a little bit. Well, not that we already don't repay you with stone cold winners and cash and tickets for all of that stuff. But uh, also like to give you outside of a little bit of pocket fillers. Maybe a little bit of brain fillers. So uh might give a little these guys a little bit of uh, motivation, inspiration, send them about their Thursdays here. I think that would be all right. All right. So moving on into the final segment of today on the second half of the show. Today's Motivation Minutes. This one's short and sweet, kids. Uh, this one, not a whole lot of explanation. I am uh, really need to do into this or I'm going to go into this. Uh, but it was on my heart. I don't know who needs to hear it. I don't know if you are a brand new listener to TTL. I don't know if you are one of the TTL faithful, but uh, this this was weighing really heavy on me. And all I want to tell you today is keep going. I don't know what challenge you're facing. I don't know what goal you're trying to achieve. I don't know what hurdle you're trying to get over. But I know that the best is yet to come. I know that you are so close. I can feel it. 
you are right there. And if you give up now, all of that effort to get you to 99% of the way there is wasted. Don't throw it away. Keep going. You know, you might have seen the old GIF or the old image floating around the internet with one guy, uh, it's, it's underground, and one guy is, has an axe on his uh, shoulder, and he's all slumped down, and he's walking back towards the direction of where the tunnel started. And then there's another guy underneath who's just chiseling away as fast as he can at this tunnel, happy as can be, going in the opposite direction. And on the opposite direction of this tunnel is a bunch of diamonds, but all these precious gems and stones. And the one guy who turned around and was looking depressed was that close. And the guy who was continuing to give his best effort was also that close, but was also still having the opportunity to get to those diamonds and treasures. So if you stop now, that entire tunnel that you've dug to get you to the successful spot that you're at is going to be for nothing. And let me remind you how successful you are. Think about it. Think about where you were at where you are now and where you want to be. How far have you come? Don't stop now. You've put too much energy, too much effort, too much time, too much of yourself and your assets into this goal or dream or passion or whatever it might be to just turn around and walk away now. Do you want to live the rest of your life wondering what if? Because I'm going to tell you, it's a real shitty spot to be in. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Keep going. Keep fighting. You are so close. You are so close. I promise you that you are. And the harder that you work, the harder it is going to be to surrender. And then one day you're going to look up and you will have already accomplished everything. And you'll realize that from where you are right now to where you want to be will have already been attained without you even really taking mental note of it. So today, my friends, I challenge you, and again, I don't know who needs to hear it. I hope it hits you. I hope I got it to you, but keep going. Don't stop. Don't give up now. Don't give up. Don't ever give up, as the great Jim Valvano would say, or once said. This is your time. You are 99% of the way there. That 1% is the hardest. I know, because you've given 99% of your effort to get as far as you are. And that last 1% is grinding you down to a fine point. I know. I know it's hard. But keep going. It is right on the other side of that wall. You just have to continue to smash up against it and give everything you have to get through it. You are right there, my friends. So today's Motivation Minutes. Keep going. That does it. That's good stuff, but man, you nailed that one. Nailed that one out of the park. Appreciate it. <laughs> I can't really add too much other than I mean, and obviously, like we have our own, we have our own examples of it in our own lives and what we're currently doing with CL. So, hundred and fifty percent, my uh, guy. You know, ain't no stopping where we're at. So, no. If uh, from uh, you know, if I have to echo my partner's sentiment, keep going, my man. Keep going, ladies and gentlemen, everyone, people. 
whoever it is, keep going. Keep going. So, uh, hey, Mag's Mag's even sharing messages on today's Motivation Minutes, baby. Let's go. We're getting some serious vibes going. So if you don't have the energy to keep your happy ass in gear right now, I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what else to do for you, my friends. I uh, Hey, let's go. We are right there. We're right there. Just keep moving. Keep grooving. Keep putting your all into it. We got this. Keep moving and grooving. No question. Keep moving. Keep grooving. How you doing? Keep it moving. Hammer it home. <laughs> there you have it for today's Motivation Minutes of the Day. Well, just a quick on... I mean, I've had such an itchy nose on today's pod, dude. I don't know if you've been noticing, but I've been itching the mess out of my nose. I got to start bringing a little box of uh, Kleenex or something mm. along because I just feel like I've been... Because I want to use my shirt, but I don't want to have boogies I mean, all over my shirt, you know? That's not something fair. I'm trying to do nah, here. Uh, but <laughs> never know what you're going to get on the TTL pod. Uh, let's wrap up. Yeah, everything looks good. Let's wrap up episode number 66 of the TTL pod. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering in the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on today's show since we started the episode. You know, nothing new, nothing juicy, no nuggets coming out. But uh, building off yesterday's Barry Bonds record, I got to thinking, what are the most untouchable sports records mm. in our sports world? Mm. And, uh, you know, I want to ask you. I'll give my own answer. But uh, if you have some, if you if I need to refresh your memory, you got uh, Brett Favre's over 300 games in a row started, Will Chamberlain mm-hmm. 100 points, Joe DiMaggio's hit streak. Any that you can think of or that you have already, uh, you know, thought about this before that you think are, because I mean, probably the answer is there's probably at least a dozen that are pretty untouchable. Well, what is number one for you? The the one that like sticks out most readily in my mind is Wilt's hundred point game. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, I don't know if you have the numbers for it, but Cal Ripken, his most games that was going to be my pick. Oh, okay. It was, I didn't well, I don't remember the number. I think it's over 2,000. Yeah, because that, that one just, those two are the ones that always just like really stick out with yeah. me because they're so outlandish. I think it's Cal Ripken, man. Yeah, because Cal, Cal Ripken, they said it, oh, they said it on an Orioles broadcast the other night. I'm so glad you actually brought that up. They said it on an Orioles broadcast because the next closest active player is like, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous I mean, my away. Guy, my guy Brett Favre has the longest in the NFL, but I mean, there was uh, you know, Phil Rivers, Eli Manning kind of flirted with it with it if right. they had a handful more years in them, but not really. So I still think that's pretty sort of untouchable, especially because we see you know a lot of these young guys that missing a game here too there. But yeah, Cal Ripken, man, I think that's I don't know that will hundred points. I think uh, I think the way the NBA is trending, some guys not casually dropping seventy, but I mean, we had Devin Booker drop seventy not too long ago. I think within the next decade or two, you might see uh, you might see someone getting up into that hundred point range. That's probably far fetched, but uh, yeah, I I would say that Cal Ripken one is the most untouchable man. Yeah, I would. I, mean, I think you're playing correct. a full 162 in one season is a grind for God's sakes. But yeah, doing it for I don't know how many years he did ten plus. Goodness gracious! I mean, insane amount of time that uh, he did that stuff. Uh, I mean. To, to even think that you, uh, even a thousand games yeah. back to back to back to back is just even two absolute insanity. Because, absolute I mean, insanity. Yeah, even the biggest stars in, in, uh, in, the, in the game have a, you know, a, a week or two slump and the manager's like, ah, let me give this guy a day of rest. I mean, right. come on. Right. This one's on. Absolutely. Uh, do apologize if uh, we're having stream issues. I don't think we are. I think we should be.
be good uh, to close things out here, but I uh, was trying to pop in some emojis, and apparently when you want to toss an emoji in the chat while you're oh, live streaming boy. on YouTube, it just fucks oh. everything up. So my apologies if we did have any issues, but generally when I say that, it's just on our side and the YouTube being all goofy. But thank oh, you for yeah. that reminder of uh, some of the most iconic sports streaks of all time uh definitely would have to say will chamberlain and uh mr cal ripkin jr on top of my list as would you mm -hmm. all right so there you go there you have it first building off of yesterday's barry bonds record few more for you to go the jury is still out on what mags has for us in store to close the week and rumor has it it's something juicy that's Rumor a lot of has it. pressure, man. Rumor I usually pick it. these out at 9.50, 10 hey. minutes before we record the pod, Rumor unless I see something it. real juicy. I hope something happens juicy in the next 22 hours. Rumor has it. That's all I've been hearing. That's all I've been hearing. I don't like this. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, as always, let's get this <laughs> pod closed out for the day. Episode number 66 on this beautiful June 24th, 2021 Thank you guys so, so much. 66 episodes uh, would not have even been close to even thinkable, let alone possible, uh, without each and every one of your guys' support, uh, continually following us, uh, connecting with us, all the good stuff. Uh, we there's just no words i i can't tell you guys how much we appreciate it and uh, we're just gonna keep grinding making great content for you guys keep putting it out um, no questions if ands or buts about it so make sure you stay tuned stay locked in follow us on all of our socials uh keep coming by the pod for all the latest news updates everything happening with ttl sports media as a whole we got some big stuff coming right around the corner still quite a few knots and loose ends to tie up but let me tell you we got some huge shit coming and so stay tuned, stay locked in. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, for myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.